Welcome to the ATK Wrestling Show. We're coming at you quicker than a Lacey Evans gimmick change. It's the Rapid Roundup. We kicked off SmackDown this week with an epic promo package uh, to celebrate Roman Reigns' 1,000-day title run. Running through the biggest matches um, and the list of wrestlers that he surpassed, including none other than CM Punk. So interesting to see him back on WWE TV once again. Following on from this, Austin Theory literally made me laugh out loud, saying if you took Roman's title reign and combined it with his, you'd have a 1,209-day title reign. Genius. Um, That is impressive. So we see Theories um, teaming up with uh, Pretty Deadly, and they take on the Brawling Brutes, and Pretty Deadly and Theory score the win in surprising fashion. Then we have the OC defeating Hit Row. Uh, After the match, Top Dollar decides to attack them, but AJ makes the save. Talk about a feud that nobody wants to see. Following on from this, Asuka is a guest on the Grayson Waller Effect, still the worst wrestling talk show ever. Um, He, well, they are both interrupted by EO Sky, and interestingly, Asuka and EO trade a a promo in Japanese, which is quite interesting. Then Bailey comes out, Shotzi comes out, and Sergeant Slot, no, sorry, uh, Lacey Evans comes out sporting a new hat. Lovely new hat inspired by Sergeant Slaughter. Um, Angelina Vega comes out as well to talk money in the bank. Uh, Asuka basically says nobody's ready for Asuka, but Bianca Belair comes out to beat her down in a brawl um, until they're separated. Following on from this, we actually get a match between Lacey Evans and Lena Vega, one of the two Money in the Bank qualifying matches. Um, and Vega... Basically gets attacked before the match by Lacey, but she still picks up the win. Uh, We also get Montez Ford versus LA Knight in a match as well, which saw the audience booing Montez. So we never thought we would see that. But let me talk to you. I think LA Knight might be over. Yeah. Um, So yeah, he goes on to pin Montez with a roll-up while holding the ropes. So LA Knight is going to Money in the Bank, baby. Then Triple H introduces Roman and he unveils a brand new WWE Undisputed Universal Championship. And boy, consider me whelmed. Um, It's basically the same as the current one, only they spray painted it gold. It doesn't look like it's a gold plate. It literally looks like they've spray painted the leather. Um, So I don't really understand that. Like at least give it a metal plate. But hey, there's a new belt and maybe you'll stop carrying around both now, except he had all of them. So yeah. Who knows what's going on there? Um, But there were no time for celebrations as the Usos come out to interrupt. Um, Essentially, um, it's a fascinating piece of television, this. So (laughs) Jimmy uh, basically is there and he's looking at Roman and Roman tells Jay to kick Jimmy in the face, but he does not. Um, Then Roman asks Solo who he's loyal to and Solo says he acknowledges Roman as his tribal chief. But there is brothers. So you think, what's going to happen? Um, and Jimmy asks Roman if he wants to work together or be the tribal chief all by himself. Um, and then he shoves Roman in the face and the fans are like, what is going to happen here? Um, and what happens? Roman cries and they hug, they embrace. And we think, oh, they're all going to get back to it. The bloodline is back. Um, and basically Roman says, nope. 
and Solo spikes Jimmy in the throat as Jay looks on in shock. So, as I said, amazing piece of television. Um, there's no top in the Bloodline stuff, let's be honest. It's the best thing going in pro wrestling at the moment and yet another fascinating layer to this story. Then we move on over to Raw, where Seth freaking Rollins comes out saying it's been a non-stop party since he's been champ, and he issued an open challenge on Twitter, which was accepted by Damian Priest. Um, now, Seth tells Damian to leave the prince in the back because it doesn't work out too well when he's in the same uh, you know, vicinity as Seth, lol. Um, and basically, Finn's like, don't tell him what to do, but Damian says, you know what, I'm fine with it, and Finn is in shock. So we will not be seeing Finn at ringside or will we? Uh, we then get some more Money in the Bank qualifiers um, with Becky Lynch defeating Sonya Deville despite interference from Chelsea Green while Trish and Zoe Stark watch on from um, ringside. And speaking of Zoe, she has a Money in the, money, money in the Bank ladder shot. Um, God, words. Of her own uh, defeating Natalia. Uh, on the men's side, we got uh, Ricochet versus Nakamura, but yeah, neither of those qualify because Bronson Reed beats them up. Uh, Imperium wants a shot at Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens tag titles. Uh, Gunther is there and challenges KO to a fight. And boy, what a fight it was. These two, do you know what? They are both absolutely main event level um, and they deserve to be in the main event. And it's awesome that we're getting to see this caliber um, in the tag and intercontinental divisions. And basically, Gunther beats the holy hell out of Kevin Owens for the majority of the match. Um, Owens does get back into it, but Imperium causes a slight distraction allowing Gunther to get the win. Cody is a guest on Miz TV. Miz basically tells him that challenging Brock with a broken arm is stupid. No shit. Um, Cody, though, says he hasn't heard anyone call it stupid, just that it takes balls, which Miz wouldn't know about, <laughs> because he's got tiny balls. Um, but Miz invites another multi-generational talent out to the show, none other than Dominic Mysterio. And then basically, after a little tiny bit of back and forth, Dom Dom basically bitch slaps him and runs away. So, um, yeah, and what does Cody do? Does he get revenge on Dom? Nope. He hits the Miz in the face with his cast and knocks him out because, sure. Um, so, yeah, that's going to happen. Yay. Following on from this, speaking of things that are yay, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler talk about bringing prestige back to the tag belts, not that I ever had it in the first place, and they accept a challenge from Caden Carter and Kat Katana Chance. Is it Katana Chance? I just keep thinking of Mortal Kombat. Um, but basically, the, the, the belts weren't even on the line, so what prestige is getting? I don't really know. Um, but yeah, no surprise. Uh, Ronda and, and Shayna pick up the win. And we also had a squash match for the hair business, uh, who got squashed by Indusher. Now, it makes me sad, because let, let's be honest, you know, they're awesome, Shelton and Cedric, and who, who knows what's going to happen, but hopefully the hair business comes back soon and they get some respect back on their damn names. And the main event saw the match that we talked about at the very start. So we saw uh, Seth Rollins taking on Damian Priest and the match was awesome, to be fair. A great way to close out the show again. So, you know, imagine having the World Championship defended. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but yeah, awesome match and... Um, Finn does turn up at ringside, but eats a super kick at the hands of Seth Rollins. And after Seth wins the match, both Finn and Seth have a bit of a face-off to end the show. So, 
pretty good all around for WWE, to be fair. Moseying on over to AEW with Dynamite. Uh, we kick things off with the Blackpool Combat Club defeating the Lucha Bros and Bandido uh, in a pretty high-energy, fun match to kick off the show. And Danielson was on commentary, which was nice. It was a lot of fun. Um, but Wheeler was the one who picked up the win, so his push is set to continue. Bullet Club Gold, um, they call out FTR and Starks, and FTR are the ones who come to the ring and get beaten up, so Ricky Starks comes out to try and make the save, and Bullet Club hightail out the ring, um, Starks challenges Jay to a match on next week's Dynamite, so let's see what happens there, but it's nice to see the Bullet Club actually doing something, I was underwhelmed with the performance of Double or Nothing in the Battle Royal, so let's see where it leads. Following on from this, Tony Khan makes an announcement and he announces CM Punk is going to be part of the first ever collision. So they've obviously ironed all that out. And yeah, shame they couldn't do it ahead of the promotional, you know, material and the big announcement. But it's happening, um, whether we like it or not. And basically the fans give it quite a mixed reaction. So interesting to see how it goes down. Um, but yeah, we'll be talking in the news this week about some of his potential um, opponents there to kick things off on collision as well. Next, we got a triple threat match with Trent taking on Big Bill, taking on Swerve. And yeah, Sneaky Swerve gets the win. Um, then we have the acclaimed out for an interview with Renee Paquette. They basically say, despite the defeat, the goal remains the same. They want to want their goal back. And the legend that Billy Gunn deserves to hold gold one more time. And we want to see that. Um, nuclear Heat up next as Don Callis and Take a Shida. <laughs> Take a Shida, um, as MJF would say. Uh, come out to a chorus of boos to give Dominic Mysterio's boos a run for his money. Um, Callas basically says Takeshita is better than anyone and everyone. And uh, yeah, so that that was a segment that happened. Um, also, Wardlow lays out a challenge to Luchasaurus. And please let this happen because it's the match that should have happened in the first place. And I want to see two big men slapping meat. Um, next, we had Gates of Agony taking on Darby and Orange Cassidy. I still don't understand the pairing. It doesn't make any sense, but hell, it seems to be a thing, so let's you know, let's go with it. Um, but yeah, Darby and OC pick up the win. After the match, the Embassy uh, looked again in the ring, but Sting comes out and uh, yeah, evens the odds, keeping them at bay. So always nice to see Sting, and who knows what this means now for these going forward. Following on from this, we had a brief promo from MJF saying that nobody is on the level of the devil. Short and sweet, but yeah, who is next for MJF now after the Four Pillars things? Who knows? Uh, now, Jungle Hook is still a thing, apparently. Um, so, Hook is coming out uh, to the ring and he gets interrupted by La Faction Ingobernable, who say that uh, basically Vance and Trilistico and Roosh are never given the opportunities that Hook gets, apparently. And so, um, they start attacking Hook, but Jungle Boy makes the save. So, yeah. Chris Statlander is out to defend her new TBS championship against Nyla Rose in a fun match, but we see... Uh, you know, obviously, Chris uh, getting the win there. And Taya Valkyrie is seen looking on angrily backstage. So maybe that is the feud that's uh, going to be next there. Following on from this, the main event, we've got Britt Baker and Adam Cole taking on Chris Jericho and Soraya, with Britt and Cole picking up the win as Jericho and Soraya cry on the ramp. Meanwhile, Rampage, um, do you know what? Full of fun matches. It was Championship Friday with the AAA Mega Championship, the New Japan World TV title, and New Japan Strong Women's title, and the Ring of Honor Pure title all on the line. And you know what? A lot of fun matches, but as expected, none of these titles change hands, which always puts a dampener on these kind of shows for me because it looks 
awesome, but it's kind of like, what's the point in tuning in? Because nothing's ever going to happen there. So, um, yeah, interestingly, though, is after the main event, Daniel Garcia comes out to challenge Shibata um, for the title. So, yeah, let's see where that goes. But that was the rapid roundup. We got it done in less than 12 minutes. So, yeah, we'll catch you on the next one.